0: Chapter 18, please put the title at the top of your box. Chapter 18 is called Back to School. When we got home this time, I was no longer a visitor, and we soon settled into a routine. Mornings were exercise time. The first day, Mother opened a paper bag and dumped a pile of marbles on the floor in front of me. Miss Ballard said you would know what to do she told me. After exercises, I practiced walking without my sticks. I decided to practice with a book on my head twice each day. I walked alone until I grew tired trying to go one minute longer every session. The rest of the time, I used my sticks. Because they stuck out on each side, it was harder to walk with them at home than it was at sheltering arms. Even though mother and dad pushed the furniture against the walls, I had less room to maneuver. Still, I was in no hurry to discard my sticks. I felt far more secure with them than I did when I walked alone, and they kept me from becoming too tired. Every afternoon I studied without the distraction of the four roommates. I did my lessons quickly, but I worried that I might be far behind my classmates. What if I didn't pass those final exams? I was allowed one visitor each day for 15 minutes. My friends took turns coming, but the visitors seemed the visits seemed strained. Although We were genuinely glad to see each other. They could not help staring at the sticks. Instead of giving me news from school, they wanted to hear what it was like to have polio. Did it hurt, they asked. Were you really paralyzed from the neck down? Did you almost die? What will it be like, I wondered, when I go back to school? Will everyone stare Will kids I don't even know want to hear the details of my time in the hospital? I felt like a freak show on side or a sideshow, valued only for or because I was different. A week after my discharge, we returned to sheltering arms for my first checkup with Miss Ballard and Miss Ballard was pleased. At my progress, I could hardly wait to see the other girls to catch up on the hospital news. When we went to room 202, Dorothy and Renee and Alice were in school and the new girl was in my bed. I talked a while with Shirley and left feeling disappointed and slightly resentful that life at sheltering arms was rolling smoothly along without me. My second checkup was scheduled at one o'clock. So what we went early and visited in room 202 while the other girls ate lunch during my first weeks at home. I frequently sat by the window and watched for the mailman hoping for news from sheltering arms. I wrote regularly to room 202 Renee and Dorothy wrote back often. Alice wrote occasionally and Shirley could not write by herself. But the letters from the other girls always said, P.S. Shirley says to tell you hi. Oddly, I didn't listen to the Lone Ranger after I went home. Tonto and Silver belonged in a different part of my life. After four checkups, Miss Ballard said, I didn't need to come back for a month. When I arrived at that time, Dorothy said, I won't be here the next time you come. I'm going home on Saturday. Did the new braces work? I asked. Dorothy shook her head no. My brothers are building a ramp so that I can get in and out of the house. I was glad that she was going home and sad that she would always need a wheelchair. When it was time for us to to leave, I hugged Dorothy, wondering if I would ever see her again. We promised to write often and that promise held back my tears we had a good we had good intentions but letters between us and my roommates slowed in both directions there were two new girls in room 202 about two weeks after she was discharged I got letters from Dorothy I wanted to leave sheltering arms more than anything she wrote but now sometimes I wish I could go back isn't that silly It wasn't silly to me. We were safe at sheltering arms, cocooned in the arms of room 202, where everyone understood what it was like to have polio. Getting around in the normal world, even in our homes, our own homes, was more difficult than in the hospital. In April, I got permission to return to school. I was still on my walking sticks, but... I could go up and down stairs if I held the railing with both hands and had someone carry my sticks for me. I was slow because both feet had to touch every step, but I could make it. Dad brought me a backpack for my books, and I was to start by attending only in the mornings. If I could manage that, then I would gradually work up to a full day. On the first day, I was so nervous that my hands began to sweat, and I was afraid the sticks would slip out of my grasp. What if the people never quit staring? What if no one would carry my sticks up and down the stairs for me? What if I couldn't get around the crowded halls and fell? Worst of all, what if I discovered that I was hopelessly behind the other kids in class? When I walked into my first period class, which happened to be English, the students whistled and clapped and cheered, welcoming me back. All morning, kids begged to take turns carrying my sticks up and down the stairs. They offered to help me with my backpack. They walked ahead of me in the halls, clearing space. Without knowing it, I had become a celebrity. Since I was the only person in Austin to get polio that year. The whole town had followed my progress. While I was in the hospital, it seemed that all of Austin had been pulling for me, hoping that I would walk again. Rather than falling behind in my classes, it was quick, it quickly became clear that I had remained equal or even pulled slightly ahead. By the end of the morning, I felt sure that I would pass my final exams. My last class of the morning was chorus. Practice, thanks to all of the songs in the dark, my singing voice was improved. Even though I now use my stomach muscles rather than my diaphragm, I, as I found my seat and placed my sticks on the floor beside me, I remembered how my skirt had jumped because of the twitching thigh muscle on homecoming day and how I had collapsed in the hall when chorus ended. I had been gone seven months. I had been gone a lifetime. Although I returned on walking sticks, moving slowly, and taking small steps. I knew that in many ways I was stronger than when I left. I opened my music and began to sing. Okay, go ahead and write your uh, sentences for uh, chapter 18, Back to School. Remember to capitalize, use names, punctuate tell me who did what in that chapter okay and we'll be ready for the epilogue tomorrow or monday